Okay, there we go. Sorry, guys. Slight <laughs> chaos this morning. I really Valid hope gave- everybody heard that. That really freaked me out and panicked me. I love you, Isabel. Yeah, you gave really poor instructions. I did. I'm really good at right you side. Did- right side. Right side. Of right which computer? Side. Right. The computer that... So, we're switching controls over to Isabel for a little bit. Just, okay. Actually, do the intro and then we'll explain this. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of the Shout Out on Wiggle 911 Auburn. I'm your host, Isabel. I'm Malin. And shout out to Cold Cases. Anyways, rewinding. Okay, so basically, um, Isabel is has a position next year. I'm that, podcast director. Yes, where she has to, like, really know the ins and out of how to press the buttons when I have to train the doing new a babes. podcast. But um, guess who did that the whole first semester and most of this year? Me! Malin! Because we, when we started this, Malin was like, yeah, like, I, I sang at church, like, I kind of know the array, and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, like, I went through the training, but it was one of those things where, like, I knew the basis of it. I didn't, like, anyways. Yeah, like, the troubleshooting stuff, like, that's all through experience. Like, if y'all listen to early episodes of, the po- like, the podcast on air, like, live, it yeah, it we, was rough. Like, it was very <laughs> rough. I was sitting there, like, Ugh, and, we like, were trying s- to press buttons, and... We managed to cut it out in the, um... Spotify, because that's I feel like the editing of the episode is easier than the like in oh, in the so moment good. like array like oh no what's happening like dumb Cause button the, like because it's like panicking because like it actually matters what you you, what can't, you, go, say. you can't go back like there's, there's no, no rewind <laughs> there's no rewind but anyways so anyways we're Gucci now but also or slaggy or swaggy slang Gucci Swa- Gucci. Never, never <laughs> again. I'm bringing swag back. Okay, I like that. Please swag bring back. Swag. I'll help you with that. Please do. I'll bring swag back. Please do. We should have like a swag segment of each episode. That's swagalicious. Yes. That's what was something that was swagalicious this weekend that you... Um, This weekend? Well, I had my formal. My pictures turned out great. I had a blast. You looked so cutie in your pictures. Thank you. I literally saw the post. My jaw dropped. I was, I was like, so oh, excited. Because I was this fully... This hype up time. I was fully prepared for those pictures not to turn out well. Because they're all like iPhone pictures. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. But they turned out really good. I was really excited. I used to hate camera pictures. Like actual camera really? pictures. Really? I love camera like pictures them. so much better. Because I, I love like them. The lighting makes my skin look better. Mm-hmm. And somehow, like... I get in front of an iPhone and I'm like I pose really awkwardly, but you put me in front of like a like an actual camera unless it's my mom's actual camera. But if you put me like in front of an actual camera, for the most part I can be less awkward. And I feel like with an actual camera, like the person controlling the camera has like more they know what to do. Yeah, it's more there's more <laughs> like you have like an iPhone picture and it's like zoomed in 0.5. Yeah, there's like less you can do to make the picture look better on an iPhone when you're exactly. taking it. Exactly. So yeah, like we were taking a group picture and somebody's boyfriend was taking the picture oh. and we were like, get a little closer and he's like starts zooming and she goes, no, babe, that's wrong. My dad does that. So like I'm taking dad. a picture of me and my mom and instead of like, like, let's say he's here. Like, so me and Isabel are like maybe five feet away right now. He'll still zoom in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, dad, what? My dad stands like five feet away and then like zooms and then like lowers the camera angle. And not and you're, in supposed like, to, you're supposed to ha- raise it. Exactly. And not in like the cute, like make your legs look long way and like the accentuate your double chin kind of way. Mm-hmm. So then we're like, we look, we look a little chonky there. And he's like, you look beautiful. I feel like it's very like, it's such a rare thing that we can see how we look at all times now in this day and age i feel like that's exactly. not supposed to happen you know what i mean no i like, think i feel like that is not normal no it's so weird if you think about it like especially candid pictures like i saw a couple of candid pictures over the weekend and i was like i had no idea that my face did that no exactly and not necessarily in a bad way just like 
like there's one picture and I'm not mad at anything but I look so angry in the picture and it's literally just I'm like staring at a tree I'm but starting, I look, I'm I look starting a ban on cameras if you feel so inclined to join me <laughs> if you would like to join on mirrors and cameras on the phones and um when were mirrors invented that's my question and who was I like i need this you know it's definitely a smart idea like a mirror is good yeah like if you have, like spinach in your teeth it's definitely a good a good plan like there should be i think that mirror bathroom ba- whoa bathroom mirrors mirror bathroom are great. <laughs> yep yep bathroom mirrors are great i also know? like decorative mirrors I love That's how you know mirrors. I'm like grew up on HGTV. But um oh my gosh, speaking of HGTV, you know how like they had like tiny house shows and stuff? Yes. So they're kind of building a tiny house neighborhood on Thatch right now. No way. Yep. It's w- low key like it. C- can we live there? Oh, I'm living there. Okay, 100%. Great. Great. It's actually actually great cuz I just like what I want to do is I want to like interview some people and be like, "Would you live in tiny houseboat?" and just get a bunch of people in there because like the thing is if we all lived in there with our friends, you know? We what could if live we, like, in our own houses and what if you know, we, you girl your girl likes her own space. What if we got all of Weagle to buy or like to buy a different tiny house and so then we could call it like the Weagle neighborhood. Yeah, I think that um it'd be an awesome idea to put it in the budgeting for <laughs> not this year but the next year. <laughs> the next year or the year the budgeting we're on for staff, our housing. We're like we need Weagle housing. Like and then we could yeah. give ourselves like Greek letters and be like a frat. That's a terror. I don't like that idea, but I think it'd be really funny. Okay. I think it'd be hilarious. I'm sure you do. Because mm-hmm. then we all have multiple houses. That'd be so sweet. It'd be swagalicious. It'd be a swag that would be slay. Swag. That would be swag. But it would <laughs> also be... It'd be lobotomy. It would. It, it would be, be... It would be so lobotomy. It would be on fleek, if you will. Yeah. Your eyebrows are on fleek today, by the way. <laughs> are you, like, messing with me? <laughs> no, it's just where the term went in my head. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how we used the term on fleek. It was like, it wasn't like something's good. It was like your eyebrows are on fleek or they're not. Oh, yeah. Am I quiet? What is happening? No, I hear you. Okay, good. I say that. I have like one headphone on. Head. Headphone? Y'all, I drove How'd back. How'd you sleep last night? <laughs> not well. I went to sleep at like one and then I woke up at 5.30 to drive back here. Yeah, those are, the, those are always rough mornings. I did that last week because I went home to get my formality dresses and drove back the next morning and... You at least made it. Did you make it to class? Yes. I was a little bit late, See, but I still made it. I didn't make it to Kim. I was I'm like, really surprised I did because the traffic was bad and it was raining. And did like, you hit that 280 traffic? I, I kind of was able to miss it just because, like, all of the traffic was going to, like, 459, like, from 459 to 65, that little exit thing yes. up in Birmingham. So there wasn't a lot going on 280. A lot of it was going the opposite way that I was going. Well... Yeah. So, I got lucky. I feel like if you drive, like, through Birmingham, you're generally pretty good until you hit that 280, and then you get out of 280, and you drive for a while, maybe, like, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and then, like, 30 minutes before Auburn, there's always a little bit of traffic. It's I in one of those little... bad this time. I feel like it's in one of those little baby towns. The speed limit is, like, 45. Oh, yeah, in, like, Silicaga or something? It's before Silicaga. Everybody goes, like, the speed limit is 45, everybody's going 35, and I'm sitting there like, y'all... Just because the speed limit is 45 does not mean this is not a highway. Right? Exactly. If you're driving 25 miles an hour, On get out of the left-hand lane. You are really passionate about this. I am very passionate about the left-hand lane because here's my thing. The left-hand lane is for is speeding. 
is not for speeding. It's for passing, which means you have to be going over the speed limit to pass the people going the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Not for a long time. The shout out does not condone speeding. However, what drives me through the roof and makes me an incredibly aggressive person is when the big 18-wheelers get in the left lane. Get in the left-hand mm-hmm. lane cuz they're trying to pass the 18-wheeler in front of them. And I'm like, "Babes, you're going 62, he's going 61. Mm-hmm. There's not a difference. And now you're in the left-hand lane going 61." Like, most of them have like speed caps too, like they can't go over a certain speed. Usually it's like 65. It's also against the law for them to be in the left-hand lane. Fascinating. Well, I don't it's not I don't know if it's actually like against the law. See, against the I law. didn't know that it was like actually so much more dangerous to pass um eighteen wheelers on the right hand side. Guess they can't see you. They can't see you and that's the side they're supposed to be on all the time. Yeah. And so I saw um one eighteen wheeler and on the back of it it said like there was something that was pointing to the left that was basically saying like you'll be safe if you pass me on this side and then it was like a clever thing and then on the right hand side it was like you will really not not enjoy your life if you try to pass me on this side and so i was like huh that's fascinating that makes so much sense yes and kind of everything clicked in my head also it freaks me out because my car is little not only is it little it's low to the ground Mm -hmm. like lower than the ground to most sedans anyways and so what freaks me out is that they can't see me, and so I'll try and pass them, and they start trying to get over, and I will lay on the horn. I'm like, hello, I am here. Please don't run me over. Because it's happened, like, you know when you're coming for back from Tuscaloosa and you get off of Newbridge, that little, like, you're merging. <laughs> yes. Sorry, this is so niche. But um, you... This Wait, you go... Never mind, just keep going. Anyways, I'm driving, like, not merging, and there's an 18-wheeler trying to merge, and he straight up almost ran me over. Like I had to get in the other lane one time, yeah. and it's not it's not a it's not two lanes. It's one lane. So I'm like in the other lane. There's cars coming towards me, and I'm like I can either get hit head on right now, or just like sandwiched by an 18 wheeler. Okay, so one so time I chose to almost get hit head on. Okay, so one time I was driving, and an 18 wheeler was next to me and trying to get over, and I like I mean I didn't notice. I just thought it was like an 18 wheeler next to me. I didn't see the blinker. And, like, then I just kind of feel myself, like, moving. And I was like, why is my car Because they create going a lot of wind. Yes. And, like, like it was enough wind to, like, cause me to subconsciously move, move my Move my little tiny car. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they are literally about to hit me. It was terrifying. But, you know, um, I lived and I'm here. And also today, I was, you know when, like, cars are going really fast behind you in the left lane? And, like, yes, obviously they're supposed to go, like, fast. But it's just like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on? What gets that me? happened to me today, and it was a police. And I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, oh my gosh, like this dude. And then I like looked, and I saw like the big like, what's it called, bumper, and like the little mirror wee thing. Wee and wee I was like, oh, that is a police. And then I got over, and I let him zoom past me. Yeah. This Hashtag <laughs> go following the law. We love it. It's awesome. I think the scariest thing that's ever happened to me on the road is I was driving. I was on the interstate, and the speed limit's like seventy-five ish, seventy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going eighty. Yeah. you know and i passed this cop and i see him as i'm passing him, so i break a little but not enough for it to be significant on his little speedometer mm-hmm. and he turns on his lights and speeds up right behind me and i like panic i'm like on the verge of tears so i go to get over because i think i'm being pulled over and as soon as i get over he floors it to like at least 120 and just flies by me 
And for the rest of the drive, I was, like, white-knuckled on the steering wheel, like, heart palpitating. Like, finally, I got to where I was going, and I got out of the car, and I was, like, shaking. It's like, that's got to be the most terrifying experience of my life. That's happened to me so many times. It scares me so much because, like, I'll be going, and I'm like, okay, I was going, like, maybe five over the speed <laughs> limit. I'm aware that somebody just passed me going 90 miles per hour. They are probably not <laughs> pulling me over. But, you know, you still get scared. You're still like, oh, my gosh, it could be me. Like, they could, it could be me. You're, like, crying. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, on that note, we're going to take it to ad as soon as I can find the little ad bumps. So, Malin, give us some Jeopardy music. Oh, wait, I found them. Bye, guys. Welcome back. I kind of like this bump. It's kind of fun. Okay, so me and Malin had a little ADD moment in the first segment. So, we're going to get into the actual shout out for this episode, which is cold cases. Yay! So I have chosen one cold case that I would like for us to solve. (laughs) And I would like to point out that I have done approximately 30 seconds of research on this case. I googled cold cases, and some names popped up. I picked one. I, like, googled summary, and then copy and pasted two paragraphs from a website. Okay. Yeah. So then I was telling people. So we have we have all the information we need to solve. <laughs> exactly. So I was telling people in the bullpen about this case, and they were like, you know, there's like so much more to that case. And I was like, but I think I can solve so it on we- this. So um, get ready. I'm I'm gonna read I'm to you. I'm scared for this. I feel like we're about to sound very very uneducated. I would also like to preface this with um, thoughts and prayers to the family. I don't like. I don't want to come off as insensitive. Okay. So. Wait, is this like a real cold case? This is a real cold case. Okay, I thought you were going to find a fake one. No, babe, this is very much a real case and it's very much unsolved. Okay. Okay, so I want you to bring your brain back to September 20th, 1988 in New Mexico. So Tara Calico borrowed her mom's pink bike. She was considered extroverted and active and worked as a bank teller and was studying to become either a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I know, right? That's, I know. Yes. That one one hit a little close to home there. Anyways, so she also, so after she was biking, she planned to play tennis. And she asked her mom. Even worse. I know, right? (laughs) She asked her mom to drive out after her in in case she got a flat tire and didn't come home by noon. Which that sentence doesn't fully make sense to me, but I could also just. Like on the bike? Because she was on a bike. And it's easy to get a. Yes. I guess, yeah. I think. Anyways. And then the next sentence is she never did return, period. <laughs> so they had a couple leads. All of them went dead. And then a year later, a picture was found with a young woman her age and a missing boy, both duct taped and tied up, like their mouth was duct taped. Anyways, the picture was found in a parking lot outside a junior food store in Florida. So remember, she's in New Mexico. This picture is found in Florida. Oh, the nine-year-old is the other boy in the picture. His name was Michael Henley, and he went missing in the same area as Tara in April of 1988. She went missing in September 1988. But he went missing in the mountains when he was hunting turkeys with his father, right? Mm. And based on the picture, they were in the back of a van with a copy of a book written by Calico's favorite author. Calico is Tara. Tara Calico. Right? And it was lying next to Tara. Tara's mom was like, no, that's not her, but they had the same scar. Mm. So it was never fully confirmed whether or not it was Tara. But they ended up dismissing the picture 
because there was a lack of evidence. So they went missing 1988. 1990, they found the nine-year-old's body in the mountains where he was hunting. So it strongly, like, disconnects the theory okay. that they were abducted together and taken to Florida. Anyway, so years go by. They find nothing. And Tara's parents um, permanently sleep. I don't know if we're allowed to say the word on air. And they never find out what happened to Tara. Solve the case. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that was that was a lot of um. It was a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Trying to process because as you were speaking, that I was trying to also search things up about the um, Calico case. Well, my thing is like, was does it say how the picture was taken? It was a Polaroid picture. It was a Polaroid picture. Was yes. she like? Could you see her face in it? Yes. Here, uh, I will show you the picture. Okay. And potentially, we'll discuss if we post it on the Instagram later. Okay. Hold on. I, I'm gonna my see. volume is a lot lower than yours. I'm gonna turn this down. Tara Calico. Calico. That was a cool last name. She was very pretty. Yeah, I think I saw a picture of her. She was like, oh, look at her. Okay, there we go. This is her senior like yearbook picture next to the picture of her that got found. Okay, but, like, that kind of, why? I think it looks like her, but also, I don't see a scar in this picture, so I don't know what scar they're talking about. Well, it could be, like, a scar on her arm or something, or That's leg. true, that we just can't see yeah. in the. Yeah. So. So where was this picture taken? Sorry, I'm bad at looking. This picture isn't, it was taken in the back of a van. And it, the picture was found outside of a food mart in Florida, but she's disappeared in New Mexico. Well, also, like, you got to keep in mind that pictures can travel, like, like, just because of, I mean, oh, they could have handed it off to somebody or something. This is true. You know what I mean? This is true. There's so many other... There's so many ways that this could go. But anyways... After more Googling, because I realize that we're not going to solve this case from 15, or from, like, what is that, 15 sentences? Mm-hmm. So, um, she, her bike mile, like, her bike ride was 36 miles every day. So, girl's in shape. Oh Girl is in shape. And it took two hours. Two hours. Okay, to- this makes more sense. Okay, so, the ride takes two hours and so that's why tara asked her mom to come and get her okay because she didn't want to ride 36 miles back Mm. makes sense yes okay yes Um. she also rode down the highway state road 47 that's a highway right uh that feels like a highway road 47 it's in indiana wait why does it say this new mexico new mexico Oh, oh well, I, uh, there's state roads everywhere. Hold up. I don't know that that's a highway. I think it's just a road because you know there's like a state road 47 and yes, in here, yes, in here, in this vicinity, in the vicinity. Mm. Further research. Yeah, I like that I'm calling it research. This is a very quick Google search. Um, after her mom reported her missing, they found she had like headphones and a cassette tape with her. Mm-hmm. And they found those, like, scattered along the road. But Tara and the bike were missing. 
Did so they find it along 47? Yes. Okay. So she, I think she was definitely abducted. I don't think she yeah. was just like... I would think so, too. I wonder... You know, hold up. Um, why would I call it, like... I want to see what the actual, like, confirmed... Okay. Tara Calico confirmed... What are you Googling? Confirmed facts. Like, the confirmed facts information. Oh, true, true, true. True, true. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, I found a federal information thing. Yeah, there is not. There's not much on it. No. My goodness. This says that a police report was filed detailing a dying confession of a witness who identified three men, including an officer's son, as being involved in Tara's disappearance. Okay. The bicycle was reportedly thrown into the junkyard, and they said that her body was thrown into a pond. Then there were reports that she um, had been mistreated, buried, and then covered with concrete. Uh, but then somebody else also said she, they put her in a freezer. So it was very traumatic for Tara's parents. Oh, wow. I just got really close to the mic. For Tara's parents to hear all this, but they were never able to confirm any of it. Think about how sad that would be. That is... That would be awful. Oh, my gosh. And then... They didn't find the Polaroid picture until 10 years later. So, the case had already gone cold when they found the Polaroid picture. Okay. That's kind of shocking that the Polaroid picture would, like, stay Resurface. well for that long. Like, because well, those, they, things, those things fade so fast. They very well could have kept her alive for that long, you know? They could have. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, why do I keep saying that? But, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melon. Oops. But if it were to have been taken in, what, 1988, um, then that Polaroid prop, I, I mean, I feel like if it were found just somewhere in Florida, she also would have aged very, 10 years. Like, I guess, what would I say, tarnished? Or, like, yeah. that's like a necklace, but, like, you know what I mean? Just kind of messed worn up. Worn out. Worn down. I mean, because I have Polaroid pictures from, like, when I was in what, like, high school, like early high school, late middle school from camp, and like they're they're weird looking because of how long I've had them. Yeah. So. Also, I feel like in the picture she would have aged if it like mm -hmm. if it was a and new picture, that would make it seem like they. If the picture wasn't torn up, it would make it seem like the picture was taken recently. Right. But they found the kid's body, like the kid she was with. They found it two years after she was abducted, so it wouldn't have been a new picture. Wait. Hold up, I'm confused. On her, on the, um, like, picture. On the, like, her, the one in, what's it called? The FBI? Mm-hmm. Yes. One, like, there's a picture of an older... Oh, it's a process picture. Okay, that confused me. I was like, what? They processed um, a picture in 2018 to make her look the age that she would be today. Uh, yeah, that, that might I have been confusing. Photograph age processed in 2018 to age 49. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is very confusing. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> it sounds like there are definitely, no, we're definitely not going to solve this, but no. it is entertaining to try. Um, 
They definitely had a couple suspects, but they were just never able, like, there was one man with a mustache, like, around where they found the picture, but they were never able to, like, get him. Like, they set up roadblocks, but they never, like, got to him. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Got biggest, the biggest calico theories. Biggest calico theories. While you look at those, we're going to take a quick ad break, Mm -hmm. and then next segment we can go over a few, and then... After that, we can do our highs and lows. <laughs> yes, to end, to end on a positive note. <laughs> yeah. All my wanna do is pop style. That was an intense bump. I'm very sorry. I just read something. Okay, oh, yeah. Welcome, Give back. Us, well, welcome back, guys. Hope you enjoyed your ad break. Yes. Malin has doing, developed some theories for us. Yes, and by developed, I mean Googled. So we said that the Polaroid was found um, like years after. But here it says it was found like nine months after. Okay, well then so maybe I just So as reported by wrong. True Crimes, the woman found a Polaroid picture on the ground when she stepped... Okay, so like a van pulled in the parking lot with no windows. Like white... Think like the van that your mom tells you not to get into. Yes. Pulls into a parking lot with no windows and then as it pulls out, this woman pulls into the parking spot that was next to it and she finds the Polaroid picture um, next to it that has Tara and... Oh, van. you're super quiet. Sorry. Sorry, I'm... Yeah. Is that better? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, slaying the day. Um, so after they found the um, the van, some there was a woman who reported seeing a man. Yes, and she she, she gave, saw the man, and as she saw the man and the van, that's where they, she found the Polaroid picture. Yeah. And she gave a description to the police, and they set up roadblocks, but they were never able to stop anybody that looked like him that matched his description. Mm-hmm. So there's there is that, and then. So years go by, Tara's parents never really stopped looking for her, but then they very tragically passed away. Or not very tragically, it was just sad that they did pass away. Right. They they, they did not meet, anyways. Um, and so they, the website I'm reading is literally called Passing the Torch. And so they, her younger sister then takes over, like, seriously looking for her. And still, nothing really comes up. And then in 2008, the sister goes home, had dinner with friends, and talks about, and, like, Tara's disappearance comes up. And one of her friends is like, oh, yeah, Melinda. Melinda's the sister. The whole Mm. town knows who did it. I know. And they're referring, so if you remember, we talked about it very briefly at the beginning. They're referring to (coughs) the son of one of the officers and some young guys who were like following her in a truck before she yeah. disappeared. So that's who the town thinks did it, but they never I don't to my understanding they did not investigate further further into Oh my god. Isn't that whack? That is whack. Mm. Anyways. Terrifying. So then Melinda Melinda's the sister. Have I already said that? Mm-hmm. She she decides that she's going to, like, pressure law enforcement to bring Tara justice. And there's a documentary. It's called Vanish, the Tara Calico Investigation. There's also a podcast. Wow. If you're interested. But they still, it's still a cold case. There was a deathbed confes- confession yeah, in we talk- 2010. We yeah, talked about that. We did. So... But that was the one where it was like, whoever died 
confessed those three people that were involved, but then there were all the different theories on how she died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold up, hold up. That's so... My goodness. Oh, here's something. In 2021... Um, there, there was a lieutenant who issued a search warrant connected to the case. Okay. But it's sealed and there's no details. Mm. And that, that is, as of 2021, that is all that we have on Terra Calico. Wow. So in, in our 10 minutes, spit out, spit out your theories. My theories? Yes. Girl, I wish, I wish I could <laughs> tell you something. This stuff is tough. I look at it and I'm just like, oh, I mean... I don't know. It's just hard to, like, say, oh, I'm not good at this stuff. I'm not either, personally. Okay, so what I'm reading here is, hold up. Henry Brown made death Are you reading a theory or more facts about the case? Facts. This is facts. So, this dude said that um, three people hit Calico with a truck. She was riding her bike and then drove to a gravel pit where they... See, that's another confession yeah. we've heard now. Like, it's and not... And then, let's see. He also said... And then also, and then the dude on the deathbed also said that one of the guys who was involved, who, like, Dad's was the sheriff, which we already discussed this, mm -hmm. helped him cover up the crime oh, wait, by it destroying was the son's written confession. The guy on the deathbed said it was, yes. like, he was the one who did it? No, the guy on the deathbed said he knew who it was, and he said that the sheriff helped cover the crime up by destroying the son's written confession. See, that, for me, is the most likely theory. Like, I think it was probably... And then... The sheriff resigned in 2011 and has never been considered a person of interest or a suspect, but he was arrested and charged with domestic violence in 2017. So that just makes it a little sketch. I know, I know that we have no evidence, but I do think that we just solved our case. <laughs> See, you would just be so amazing in the FBI. See, I would be a horrible like FBI detective because I would be like, yep, 100%, that's who did it. But if you watch crime shows, a lot of times that's how they get people. It's like, oh, he was arrested on domestic violence, and they start investigating him, and then it usually is. Yeah, they usually just keep digging the rabbit hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Or, like, I just got done watching Castle, which I think I told you about, and the way that, like, when they interrogated people and they knew who it was, but they had no evidence, they would just, like, yell at them. Mm -hmm. They would, like, bully a confession out of them. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, something like that. Yeah. There was There was one really bad one. Where she, like, this guy was, like, bullied in high school, and so he, like, abducted his bullies when he got older, and he was going to, like, do horrible things to them. But they got the guy in, but there was, like, a timer, and they were, like, so mean to him. They were, like, you are letting them win. Like, you're making them think you're a loser the more you do this. And then he gave them a confession. Wow. I know. Saved him in the nick of time, too. What is Castle? Is it, like, a true crime show? It's so um it's about Castle is the name of the main character or one of them and he's a writer and he helps the NYPD solve homicide cases. Oh. Okay. And the um main detective her name is Kate Beckett and it's like he is friends with the mayor and he wants to he says he wants to write a book about the NYPD but really he just has a crush on Beckett. <laughs> And so he, like, convinces the mayor to, like, make him Beckett's partner. And so for eight seasons, they solve cases together. And it gets, like, the more you get into it, 
like obviously like the first season is just like here's this case here's how we like solved it and then there's nothing but then like the more like the deeper you get into it the more they start dating and like they get abducted and like their family gets abducted and they have to like solve each other's like abductions i know and then it always starts with a homicide and so like they'll get abducted and then during their abduction they'll figure out the case and it's always like they figure it out at the same time wait so like do they get abducted multiple times i think everybody in that show got abducted at least once there's one where they they're like from new york right and there's one where they ended up in paris and then the cia and the fbi gets involved there's it's like it keeps you on your feet or on your toes just the saying <laughs> <laughs> but 100 percent, it's a really good show Wow, there's Would a recommend. There's another police show that I wanted to get into, and it's like a very, like, general one. Mm. What's it? I don't know why I can't. Criminal think. Minds. Yes. Are you joking? I'm not. I'm not a very TV person. I don't think about TV that oh, much. Oh, I'm such a TV. Okay, I will say Criminal Minds is really good, but there's they don't give a lot of backstory to the characters. Like they'll but they give kind of do because they'll I've touch on things. it, but they'll never confirm or deny. Mm, it's yeah. like all. It's like. I feel like that one is, like, actually more focused on them solving the cases and stuff. Because it truly is a new case, like, every single show, right? Yes, and a lot of them are related. Not necessarily. Like, they have some where they don't catch them the first time. And then they, like, haunt them throughout the seasons. Okay. And then they'll catch them later. Okay. It's a really intense show. There's some... I had to stop watching it for a little bit. Because it, I, I, like, I, it gave me nightmares mm-hmm. for a while. Because I remember everybody, like, we all watched well, it. It was watch so it, good. But everybody watched it when we were in, like, middle school. Oh, see, I didn't. And so it was just one of those things, like, it was, t- like, so scary to everybody. I didn't watch it till COVID. Really? And so we were all, like, locked down. And I was holed up in my room watching these, like, like there's this really, really, like, the worst one, I think, is this guy. And he would take people's ribs and make wind chimes out of them. I know. How do people come up with this? I like I want to know where like what these writers are doing, but also some of them are based on real serial okay, killers. Okay, that's even so some scarier. Of, some of wow. them they like take the serial killer case. Uh, the rib one I think is made up, okay. but like, they would take like, um, like you know the Golden State Killer that they just caught a couple years ago. Okay, there was um. This guy that was really famous for the murders he com- he committed, and like they could never get him, and then they finally got him, and they, the writers from Criminal Minds, read about the case and then took it and like made it worse, mm. and then documented like okay. made it a show okay. or made it an episode. Gotcha. So some of them are completely they're like, this is how it's committed, but some of them they're like, okay, like they did one on Ted Bundy, but it wasn't actually Ted Bundy. Were all of them kind of like? Were any yes they were sorry that's um, not a smart question I like I said I've always been more of a movie person than a show person if anything like when COVID hit I was like constantly watching movies like I didn't start a show really I watched so it was many like shows. girly pop is watching movies no I watched so many shows I just I didn't I also got into I started to play my guitar more over COVID but you know I was like whatever but um I would watch my shows and I would do like there's like ab workouts and stuff. Yes, the Chloe Ting ab workout. Yes, and then like I like it got to the point where I did so many of those, like I got bored of them, so I started just like making up my own workout. So I would mm-hmm. spend like, I mean, I didn't do it for like hours consecutively, but like I would do it for fifteen minutes and then like lay in my bed for fifteen minutes and be like, oh, I'm bored, so I'm just gonna do like yeah. I started. Else. I started running during COVID, and then you know I would go on a lot of walks as we like you know you just sat there during COVID and didn't do anything. So I had a group of friends that I would play Fortnite with at the time. 
and yeah. we came up with a workout for when we played Fortnite. Yes, it was it called was... the Fortnite workout, and so we would do a plank whenever the battle bus was like arriving, or like <laughs> stuff like that. Like it was a good workout too. There was. Do you remember all the? Um, it was like there were like show workouts. Like you could Google like Criminal Minds yes, workout. It I remember like, that. It was like I, think every I did time... an Office one one time. I did Criminal Minds. So it was mm-hmm. like every time Reed, one of the de- detectives, nerds out, you do fifteen sit ups. And then by the time you were done with 15 sit-ups, something else would have happened. Every time they, the suspect is a 30-year-old white male, you do 10 push-ups. Those are honestly such good workouts because you can, like... And you're entertained. Exactly. That's my thing with workouts is if I'm just, like, doing sit-ups and I'm staring at a wall, like, you know, it's not entertaining. Yeah. Like, you, I have to be entertained during a workout. Yeah. Personally. That's why, like, when I run, you know how people are like, Malin, you just go, like... Like, I'm not a distance runner. I just, like, crank up the treadmill and hope that I'm, like in a good enough stamina place to not fall over. <laughs> and so, like, people like, Malin, like, I hate running with you because you go so fast. But, like, if I slow down, I get bored. That's and then I want to stop. So I just, like, sprint the whole time. That's um, I think that's why people listen to podcasts when they run. Because, like... See, I... Yes, when I incline walk, I listen to a podcast. Yeah, because if I listen to music while I run, like, yes, it hypes me up. But at some point, I'm it's still just me and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like... Which is fine, but, like, it gets boring sometimes. Okay, I'm such a music girl, so I'll listen. But, so, like, it's fine for me. Usually if I listen to, like, really, like, hardcore if I'm rock or southern rock. Sing by my, like, if I'm in the gym by myself, I can run and sing. You know? <laughs> like, you, I'm, like, I've done that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, like, <gasps> where? In our, in like, in our apartment. There's If there's nobody else in the gym, like, 100%. I can just imagine, like, the security people downstairs <laughs> just, like. And we all know <laughs> I can't sing. and But I have my AirPods in, so there's no music. <laughs> or, like, I'll, like, mouth the words if there's other people around. So it oh, looks yeah, like I I'm sitting too. there talking to myself. And I'm like, I'm not. And people will just start staring at me. Also, I've seen, like, I'll be, like, talking to myself or, like, singing while I run. because I like, talk to myself. Sorry. I talk to myself because I'm like, go, go, go. Go. Yes, or I'm I'll like I'll hit the treadmill a little because like, <laughs> I'm just like okay I can make it I can make it come on keep going and so I'll be like, like if you can make it to point five yes like, you'll be like point three I'm like if you can make it to point five you can get off and then point five you're like okay now you have to make it point six exactly I'm like I'm literally almost there like I just need to keep going yeah like oh my gosh like we're, this is so awesome sauce mm-hmm. the worst though is when you get off the treadmill and you're like shaking because you ran too fast or like <laughs> one time so I. Went through a phase where I ran a lot, and then I, for a long time I didn't run. And so I got up. So, like, obviously, you know, you build up stamina and you build up to a certain speed, and you can do it. Mm-hmm. But then if you don't do it for six months, you don't have that ability anymore. Yes. So I think I ran – I mean, it wasn't great, but it was, like, an eight nine, eight or nine-minute mile. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, like, six months later, I come back, and I'm like, I could totally do that again. So I forced myself to do it again, and for, like, a day I was, like, coughing up, like, crap. No, yeah, if I, I don't, don't – Literally, if I don't do it for, like, two or three weeks, I'll come back and be like, oh. I know. Like, I was, like, coughing and could taste, like, blood. And I was like, this is maybe, like. But then maybe we, maybe we do, like, 11 minutes before we go back to, like, Yeah. But sometimes I'll, like, over, I don't know, underestimate myself, I guess. You have to find the yeah. little Goldilocks minimum. Where, yeah. Or equilibrium. Mm-hmm. That's chemistry. In between? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I underestimate myself when I come back and I'll, like start at like a pace that like is probably a little bit normal or under normal for me I'm just like why am I not like what's going on dude like why am I not feeling anything and I'm like eh. yeah yeah okay well oh yeah we gotta go to ad we gotta sorry run guys to, we gotta run to the ad hold on give us give us 
Uh, we're back. Sorry, I forgot to turn our mics on for a second. Mm-hmm. Hello, uh, lettuce. Hello. Hello. Um, okay, so I feel like we've done all we can take on the cold cases. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to start off my week on a sad note. Mm-hmm. So tell me tell me things you're looking forward to in the week or highs and lows of your weekend or things such as. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing this week. I can't think that far ahead. I'm trying to think. Oh, it's Easter! I know. Yay! Jesus rose, guys. Not almost. I mean, soon. Soon. Yeah, he's he he is about to rise. Yeah, he's yeah he's close to it. He's getting there. It's Easter weekend. I'm really excited about that. I love Easter weekend. Um, because we have yummy lunch. Are you going home? Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. What day are you going home? Friday. Okay, same. Slay. Yeah. Okay, I figured, but yeah, just had to double check. I kind of, I'm thinking about Thursday just so I can do Good Friday at home too, but like I don't want to miss class at the same time. That's what I was thinking. Also, because it's, it's excused, but it's excused. Yeah, because it's a religious holiday. So yeah. I don't know. It's one of my I friend's just, birthdays on Thursday, so I thought about going home, but then I was like, because eh. I also have work on Friday. Mm. Gotcha. Working and woman. I am a working woman. I listen. Here's the thing: is I gotta, I gotta be able to pay for my loaded teas. Yeah, you do. They, but they get expensive. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go home Friday. I this weekend I had my formal, and then I went home on Saturday after like sitting in the studio all day to help like record sessions, which will be shout out, out sessions. Yes, yeah, shout out. Oh, shout out sessions. Shout out sessions. <laughs> They'll be out on the tube soon. You know the YouTube's the tubes the. The two use the two yeah the, the tube use the tube use or the two ubes uh huh and then I had to that took a lot of brain play a wedding me. party the next day shout out love yes now I'm now I drove home this morning because the wedding party ended at seven thirty and then I talked to people and I still had to do schoolwork so yeah I was <laughs> I won't lie I thought you were coming back last night so I was and I then you, that, you, like, you were I think you were the only person who I forgot to tell like oh I'm coming back Monday morning yeah like I figured it out about like an hour before I went to bed but it was like 10 30 and I was like Malin's not back yet and I checked your location and it said like Malin's house and I was like I was like if I have to talk into the void for an hour tomorrow I will <laughs> sob and then I'm, I'm, like, laying there about to go to sleep, like, panicking. And I was like, oh, wait. She's definitely coming back tomorrow morning. You know <laughs> I'm a, you know I'm a more of a morning person than, like, I was a drive like, home at night person. That girl will get up at 4 a.m. and be here before 7. Like, yeah, it'd be Gucci. But you did. Yeah. I was a little stressed from the hours of, like, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would have been, too. It's okay. Yeah, I would so much rather, like, get up in the morning and come back than Hikey, I night. love. I'm not going to lie. I love morning drives. I do, too. Because, like, especially if it's, like, if it's right before the sun rises. Right. And, like, it's risen. It, the sun has it's risen. risen. <laughs> when it's risen. <laughs> the sun has ultimate riz. Um, no. But, like, so it's light outside, but you just feel all, like, the pretty colors. Yeah. And you have a little caffeinated bevy. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped at Starbucks this morning. Oh, I have Starbucks right now. It tastes kind of burnt. They put a lot of milk in it, but <laughs> look at it. Like that, I've never had coffee that light. My coffee's always pretty dark. That's a pretty light coffee. Yeah. I had a chicken tender for breakfast, too. <laughs> I had a chicken biscuit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was my thought process. I was like, this is literally a chicken biscuit without the biscuit. A little keto moment? Yeah, sure. Is that keto? Well, yeah. the bread on the chicken. Oh. It's, it was... It was a very, it's like public chicken tenders. I have some in my car, Those which are is so good. Um, it's in a cooler. Don't worry, guys. But yeah, I had a um, chicken finger sub the other day for 
dinner. Ooh. It was so good. I don't know who looked at a chicken finger and was like, put it on a sandwich, but it was a slapping sandwich. That's an awesome idea. It was also just like a pub sub, so it was delicious. Oh, I love a pub sub. What's your favorite sandwich place? Publix, I think. Really? It's really high up there. Because I like I like my sandwiches to be toasty. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Jimmy John's and Subway don't toast your sandies. Yes, they do. Jimmy John's doesn't. I'm pretty sure you can get it toasted, though. Or Subway does. Jimmy John's doesn't. I don't think you can get a toasted Jimmy John's. Oh, maybe you can. I had Jersey Mike's for the first time Sorry, the other day. I just love Jimmy John's so much. I, for, like, if I'm, like, out on a boat, Jimmy, Jimmy John's. John's is good because you can keep it in a cooler and it's cold. Mm-hmm. And then but you're Subway on a boat is, I feel like Subway on a boat is good. See, I never had Subway on a boat. I always had Jimmy I John's. Have, I have nostalgia from, like, both of those. So, Subway on a boat, like, when me and, um... When me and Emma would go out on the boat, the few times that I went with, like, her and her dad, we would always, like, get Subway before and get, like, little sandwiches and cut them up and to make them, like, mini sandwiches, and I just loved it. I feel like my mom definitely made, like, the white bread and mayonnaise and turkey, <laughs> but we were lactose intolerant, so I don't think we had cheese very often, and then just, like, in a Ziploc bag in a cooler. Mm. And so, like, that, where it's, like, the white bread that, like, sticks to the roof of your mouth, and it's... Then you have, like, Doritos with it. Yes. That's what's nostalgic for me. Like, the other day I was missing home, so I was like, I have white bread. I'm going to make one of these sandwiches. The nostalgic for Jimmy John's for me is, like, my dad and I, like, if we were going somewhere, like, after church, like, we were getting Jimmy John's. It was just, like, it was our go-to. And so when I was in high school, like, my obsession with Jimmy John's was so insane out the roof. Like, if, if people knew to get me Jimmy John's if I wanted food or something. They're like, Malin, do you want some Jimmy John's? Yes, of course I want Jimmy of John's. Of course I want Jimmy like, John's. Like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get a Slim One or a Turkey Tom and put some barbecue chips on my sandwich. I would get, um, I was a big, I think I liked the Country Club because it was um, like, it was like lettuce, tomato, ham, cheese, and turkey. It was really good. It was oh, also it was really <laughs> filling, so I would eat half of it and then like. Yeah, see, I was in my it. attempt to be healthy phase and I just like would 100% eat the whole sandwich because I love Jimmy John's that much. <laughs> and so I would only get like Turkey Toms or Slim Ones. Or Slim Fours, whichever yeah. ones. My life hack was that... But then once I started branching out, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, continue. Sorry. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, like, started the sentence and then it just stopped. That's an awesome... It was It was one of those... Do you ever have those? Where, like, you're halfway through the sentence and your brain just, like, cuts I out? I hate it when you're halfway through a story and you're trying to give, like, a little bit of backstory and then you forget what you're telling. I do that so much. I'll be like, so here's about here's the story about the time that I went to go get Mexican with um, one of my friends. And then I'm like, no, you have to understand how I met my friend. And then I start telling that story. And then I realize you have to have backstory to that backstory. So by the time I get to where I was, like, where, like, the main point of the story, I'm like, wait. You know, or there's people that will tell a story and then have to tell, like, every single one of their family members. You know who this person is. Like, you know, like, they're, they're the Jones' Jones's sister's dog sitter father yes. cousin and it's just like it's always the yeah. moms too like you'll be talking to a mom and you're like you know um well see i went to church with her and she's my she's my church's bible studies leaders cousins husbands dog sitters babysitters laundry machine <laughs> <laughs> that one took me for a loop okay yeah anyway well on, on that, that note oh <gasps> 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 Okay, bye. Are you ready for our outro? Alrighty, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Isabel. And I'm Alan. And thank you for joining us on the shout out on Legal 911. Auburn, make sure to tune in next week at 10 a.m. on Monday.
Bye.